Welcome to The Intelligent Asset, a podcast on digitizing enterprise asset management, developing intelligent interactions, and building systems of intelligence for asset operations. For industry professionals who work in EAM and facilities management across transportation, the public sector, utilities, manufacturing, and large enterprises. We want to tie the global challenges we all share to the world of enterprise asset management and how we can all make change for the better, building a more sustainable collective future. And this episode is brought to you by IBM Maximo. For more on getting the most out of the world's leading asset management system, check out certasolutions.com. Today on The Intelligent Asset, using a digital business model in asset operations. I'm Sam Williams, and together with Michael Kahir, we're your co-hosts on The Intelligent Asset. What's happening, Michael? Hi, Sam. Um, Yeah, no, happy to be here. Previously, we've talked about moving up the asset management maturity curve and the five points of focus of any EAM system, being asset management, business intelligence or your analytics, organizing your people, sometimes referred to as intelligent interaction, facilities management uh, or how you, you manage your spaces, and lastly, the area of asset performance management or the concept of developing intelligent digital assets. All these things are great ideas, but how do you pragmatically embrace a digital business model to evolve your systems of record into systems of intelligence? Today, Michael's going to take us through a few components of a digital business model and how you can adapt uh, that to evolving your uh, asset management operations. Over to you, Michael. Thanks, Sam. Well, I guess it's it's really you know uh, quite similar to you know any major asset that you're embarking on. You want to engage with um, organisations and and communities who've um, I guess been doing it for a while, so you can learn from um, previous examples and, and experience. And so, from from our perspective, you know we're a, a digital business. To us, is about how can we how can we leverage uh, things that we've done in the past, our, our experiences, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and and moreover, what is our peers and our community doing from an from an ecosystem? There are a lot of uh, really cool initiatives out there. There's a lot of lessons learned from that community outside of um, what Certus does, and so and how do you bring that uh, those lessons and those learnings and those thought leaderships? Um, to to organizations who are trying to evolve and trying to mature and and move up that maturity curve from our perspective it's um it so from us it's about a foundation and laying a foundation in place it's being able to commercially look at a, a marketplace of technology and how do you how do you bring that um technology which is uh, super cool from um, multiple geographics uh, around the world to to this region in a commercially um, and a commercial model that that is relevant and fit for purpose for the region and um, that gives you access to technology and 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 breaks down the 
barriers, the commercial barriers that, that exist with some of the really cool stuff that exists, but just, you know, just too expensive for, for, or for small, medium um, organizations in particular. Um, a lot of uh, organizations we have today also uh, don't carry, are looking for a as a service model. So they're looking for organizations who can provide a fully managed service um, for them. They, they are, they don't carry those skills internally. They're looking for partners who can support them both from a reactive perspective, but also proactive and, and also from an infrastructure perspective. Everything is, is cloud driven and everything is, is as a service. And, and how can you, um, take those skills that maybe aren't core to uh, utility and and have a partnership with an organization that that can provide them uh, regularly from a, a 24/7 support on a full service delivery um, component and and so those two areas uh, the commercial construct and the ability to to support become um, I guess the foundations of any digital relationship or any digital business, you have to be able to um, do those baseline services um, as best you can and 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 to the leading practice. I guess one aspect of it is how much is moving to the cloud and how do you take uh, existing infrastructure that you have in place that might be, you know, it, quote, unquote, uh, on-prem uh, and and move it into more of a software as a service uh, model. I guess that's a consideration as you as you move from traditional systems that are on-premise to to moving into more of a, a digital business service or, or SaaS model. Yeah, and I think in the asset intensive, it's um, they're particularly the EAM, traditional EAM processes, they're very much um, processes. They're very much sort of, uh, it's a process-driven um, solutions out there, like like Maximo. And and so, so much of that is uh, unique uh, and to, to industries. And it's very um, hard to, for a medium-sized organization to, be able to uh, get a lot of value out of very basic um, software as a service EAM solution because it, it it's too generic, and so um, for most organisations they 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 want as a service, but um, but not as a generic as a service. It has to be to a degree configured a little bit towards what they do in their business and their processes. And, um, and so that has um, prevented a lot of uh, organizations from going to a true SaaS in the past uh, and the organization to put, you know, maximum on their, their existing infrastructure and, and look at things like platform as a service. Um, however, as uh information is becoming more and more available as multiple sources of IoT data is becoming available, as organizations are looking to connect things like their SCADA systems and their building management systems, and they're trying to um, bring multiple sources of data that just might not be in an EAM solution like Maxwell, 
the need to um, bring those components together uh, is is driving uh, technology that is is cloud based, and it's accelerating the the whole uh, road to to cloud in some ways because you um, you simply won't have the skills or the infrastructure or um, in your organization. It's not your core business, and so and so. Utilities, transportation are looking for partners who can provide that service. Uh, much better equipped to do it. Um, uh, much better uh, set up from a support and and it's you know partners like service. It's their core business is what they do. Okay, and and maybe let's talk a little bit about some of the improvement frameworks and and industry specific consulting. Uh, offers there are. Yeah, um, so now that you've got that foundation, we're really looking for leading practice around how you would um, uh, drive uh, innovation into your business, how you would drive um, best practice or leading practice into um, your business. And, and also, depending on the type of um, industry that you're in, there are industry models that, that can be leveraged. And so having uh, the ability to, to look at improvement frameworks that are uh, fit for purpose for where you are in your journey and where you, what industry you're in, um, is really crucial in terms of leveraging and learning how, how other organizations have done it um, previously. There's also, uh, we, we in particular have developed, um, I guess, um, industry patterns and industry accelerators that we have, um, uh, evolved over, you know, 15, 20 years that, um, can not only, um, collapse that time to value, um, uh, bring uh, a point of view to uh, a digital system. So that in, instead of coming to a conversation with a client with a, okay, tell me about your requirements, we're, we're coming in saying, you're this type of organization. Um, you, you will need to do these core business processes. We have an, a point of view on those core processes. And, and we think that, that, um, these are the ones that you should, um, uh, start with and, and tell us, tell us what's wrong with those. Tell us how we would add to them. But it's not going in with um, uh, a blank piece of paper. It's going in with pre-configured um, components that basically collapses the time to value, gets you up and running quickly, and then we can have a real conversation around how you can improve. Um, and uh, we're not wasting time uh, trying to figure out how to do the basics. We've done the basics for 15, 20 years. We, we understand you're in their industry. So let's, let's just put that in place and, um, let's have a conversation. How do we, how do we move on from here in terms of improving? And so with, with those, um, industry patterns and, and, uh, components that we have developed over the years, we're now able to do um, impact consulting on top of that, which is much more um, unique to that client, you know, where we can say, okay, we have, we have established a baseline here. Um, you have now 
um, significantly moved up the maturity curve by by taking the this, the components that we've developed and and inserting that into your business. Now let's talk about the gap. Now let's talk about where you are versus where you want to be, and and um, and so the impact consulting. Um, management consulting capability can come in and do that assessment and it, it's and and show you how we can move you from um, A to B or B to C so it's not it's not just about taking you to um, level one of the maturity curve to level five because that that's multiple years and and huge expense to be able to do that but it's how can you um, continuously improve so wherever you are today how can you move forward and and the the consulting practices that we have the 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 areas where we think you would get the most um benefits and and uh shift in in your maturity uh we've thought them through and and so being able to add that to a digital business um again just speeds up uh, the uh, awareness within your organization where your pain points are and, and helps you prioritize um, where you should be spending your time and energy. I guess that's an interesting segue into partnerships and ecosystems and how it's not about trying to be all things to all people uh, because of some of the diversity of requirements, different stages of maturity, different capabilities that you need to bring to bear in order to improve, you know, optimize, innovate. Maybe you can talk a little bit about how ecosystem and partnership works in relation to this process of continuously improving. Yeah, I think I think the ecosystem is really is crucial um, to to being able to and move up that maturity curve or continuously improve. And and we're seeing it across um I guess at a really sort of high level, we've we've seen it across three, maybe four areas. So so with Maximo, you're really looking at organizations like Certus who have done it before and 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 partners who work in the Maximo side who um can come with a point of view and help you um you know do that time collapse that time to value piece however um in the process of doing that you're also going to come across your uh, challenges with your data and there are a lot of uh, uh, amazing um, organizations in the ecosystem who just focus on um, data strategy data governance data quality um, and they bring some tremendous insights and they could they could be organizations that focus on the financial sector um, or they could be organizations that are uh, nothing to do with the asset intensive but they focus on data they focus on um, quality of data and data governance and so the data side for us is a is a major part of the ecosystem that you can just take regardless of your industry and, and embed them into the the asset intensive because they're just looking at data and they're giving you insights and where you should be um, focusing your time. 
as that also drives multiple sources of data through multiple solutions and how do you bring them together and and how do you manage that from an integration perspective and and so having partners who focus on integration strategies um how do you how do you do that from a technology perspective again absolutely nothing to do with the asset intensive and more around how do you integrate and bring um, multiple sources of data together to get that single view of of um, the asset, which is across multiple multiple um, applications or technology platforms within your uh, enterprise. I guess one of my favourite examples um, around this is inspections and the use of drones, for instance. Maybe you want to talk a little bit about that as an example of you know, ecosystem at work? Oh, look, for sure. Um, you know, we have, we have focused, a, we focused very much in the early days around mobile work management and, and field mobile mobility. And, and that was really about just getting access to a work order in the field, um, preferably in a, in a disconnected environment. And, and that data was just, um, data that was sitting inside Maximo. So it, you're making um, Maximo available anywhere, anytime. That was that was our strategy for quite a while. As we have evolved into that, we are now evolving into um, an intelligent interface, an intelligent interaction. And and by that, what we mean is maybe it's, um, it's not enough now just to see the data inside Maximo in the field. Maybe you could use drone technologies to do part of that inspection for you um, and and have that um, accessible in the field as well. Um, maybe it's about connecting to uh, a GIS system. And so you have a, a topography or a, a, a spatial view of the the area on on your app in the field that that also has the work orders so that you're not just looking at the tasks you've got today, but you're looking at the tasks that are in your region and um, from a map perspective. And that, that goes to your route to the job, location-based services. Um, how do you, what's the fastest way to get to that location to do the work order given the traffic? Um, um, and, and it's evolving around you've scheduled to do this work and there's a weather front coming through. And so these are all examples where the simple work management, I just want to see my work orders and my app when I'm in the field in a disconnected environment three years ago has evolved to a completely different intelligent direction. It's looking at drone information, spatial information, weather information, um, and uh, traffic information. Great. Uh, I guess the... The other dimension to it is this idea of uh, industry innovators community, you know, around the shared problems uh, that the industry has. Uh, and I guess there's, there's a lot that uh, people that or, or professionals that manage enterprise assets have in common across the industry. And uh, you know, how do you bring together some of that innovative thinking? Um, you know, also provide the opportunity for people to 
if you like, riff off each other in terms of how you solve the problems that you have in, in your enterprise? The industry community is absolutely crucial to the industry, um, in my perspective. We're, the asset intensive isn't a competitive um, industry. It's not. Um, they're, they're, uh, the community is, is largely made up of people who just really want to improve how they do things and how to be sustainable in their business. Um, and, and, and moreover, how do they keep people safe in, in, in how they do things? So there are a lot of, uh, amazing, um, initiatives out there, innovative, um, ways of doing things that are, are helping to improve processes, reduce cost, keep people safe. And so, Having a community or a, um, an area where you can come and, and share your uh, initiatives um, is, is hugely beneficial to everybody. And, and the community wants to engage. They want to share and talk about what they're doing because they, and they want to learn. Um, I, I'm not sure I've come across many industry communities um, that are so actively engaged in in sharing and and how to continuously improve um, and so from our perspective it's it's massive for us and and we very we're strongly um, promoted um, because it helps it helps the community improve and so i I guess the the last thread to to pull through all of this in terms of our digital business service is the idea of an ecosystem marketplace too. So you, you've got this community, if you like, or this this place that uh, enables people to gather and, and share um, common issues and, and solve problems, but also enable you to foster relationships with other organizations that have specialist capability. Maybe you want to talk a little bit about the idea of a, a marketplace or an ecosystem marketplace. Yeah, the marketplace is interesting, and um, and it requires a level of maturity. To be honest, um, you know, in the past, you know, we've always had this big argument in the industry around ERP versus best of breed, and um, and if you can't do it all in the one system, then you know we shouldn't be we shouldn't be doing that system type thing. And and I think that's such a naive. Um, uh, approach to the world in some ways because if you look at the and particularly in the in the asset intensive the the transformation that's happening with industry 4.0 and and the the number of startups and the number of um, partners and cool technology out there that people can use and leverage to to improve how they run their business and improve, keep their people safe is is massive and and we should embrace it um so having a marketplace and a level of maturity to say hey look there are um, capabilities and technology that we we don't have but they add something to a, pr a process that maybe starts upstream and downstream from what we do um that's okay. That's cool. Now, and we should bring that into it because ultimately, if we can 
if we can evolve and move and improve our business and keep keep um, improving by using um, partners and, and technology in a marketplace that is fit for purpose for the industry we're in, uh, that's got to be a good thing for everybody. And people shouldn't be precious that it's not in a particular um from a particular vendor it's it's industry um specific well that's great michael um i i guess that's probably where we want to draw it to close but i i thought i'd throw you a curveball just to to finish up if if you were to try and summarize in in a sentence or two what the digital business service is do you want to give that a a go it's a partnership. It's it's a it's a partnership. It's a business model. It's it's the ability to get access to capability, um, technology platforms, and um, and a community that can help you move from wherever you are to where you want to go. And it's not judgmental in that uh, it doesn't matter whether you are uh, a long term. Uh, utility been around for um, a million years looking at predictive and um, vibration analysis and modeling and or whether you're just starting your journey um, and you just simply just like your assets in a, a single repository it kind of it's not really uh, it doesn't matter the digital business is about wherever you come in how do you get access where it's been done before how you, can you collapse that time to value and and move from a to b as as quickly um as as you can with using experienced um people and capability who have done it before and can can help you really and so it's certainly a business model it's it's a collection a, a collective of technology capability and experience um, coming together to improve um, our industry. Great. And with that said then, thanks, Michael, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. For more on getting the most out of the world's leading asset management system, IBM Maximo, check out certissolutions.com.